Hi, I'm Carla. I'm Richard. We're the OBs, hosts of the We Do podcast. And co-founders of WeDoRelationships.com. We help people discover the best version of themselves for their significant relationships, even their marriage. Yes, even that. Every week we share insights we've learned over 20 years of helping individuals and couples. We can help you stay motivated and accountable while encouraging you to find lightness and the connection in your life that we're all after. And we do will help you master simple and elegant ways to withstand adversity in your life and encourage you to make it happen. We believe every day is a great day to share and grow. You probably have a relationship that needs some attention, whether at home or at work. Your breakthroughs and tools await you at WeDoRelationships.com. If you haven't yet, please subscribe and join our community of brave and intentional individuals who want life-giving relationships in their lives. Nourishing your relationship keeps it alive. We all need connection and inspiration. As you listen, you will gain insights that you can share with others, even your partner. Let's get to today's episode. But I think all of us are experiencing some type of anxiety. Oh um, my God, it's everywhere. It is everywhere. I think especially when, you know, 2020 first hit and the pandemic, I could walk outside and feel it. Yeah. It was just everywhere. Everybody is experiencing it somehow. I mean, it's the one common ingredient that we all have in 2022. Yeah. We're saying it again, 2022 with with anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were t- thinking about this subject, which is to reduce anxiety in three easy steps, you know, how can you take such a broad subject matter and try to break it down to three easy steps? Well, anxiety can be triggered easily. You know, it's described as a modern malaise. You know, there's a... There's a, a person, I'm, I don't want to mess up his name, uh, George Miller Beard, that um, talked about this and coined a phrase that is closely related to where the word anxiety came from. And it really is a combination of a couple words that translated means nervous exhaustion. Mm. And I think that nervous exhaustion, we are exhausted with the, the triggers energy. and the tendencies yeah. Yeah, that, that are in our, our nervous system. And... He calls it a modern malaise, you know, and those that are, you know, trying to improve themselves and, and are the thinkers in their world um, that are actually reacting with their world on a regular basis. They are um, dealing with the stresses associated with the, the modernization of the world. And that's what he uh, wrote about. Um, in the, the Boston Medical and Surgical Journal. And that year was 1869, by the way. So 150 years later, we're still dealing with that. The modernization of the world in 1869, he called it uh, an American inf- affliction. I think it's a worldwide affliction. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are bombarded with stimulus. We're bombarded with um, triggers that affect and deal how we have to deal with anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anxiety is something that has to be fixed. I mean, obviously, if it's been around, I mean, they were able to identify it in the 1800s and we're in the 20, 2022 right now. It's like 
it's here to stay and we have to figure out a way to bridle it and to ride with ride through it and not really it's not meant to be with us all the time and finding a way to manage it uh, is essential yeah and that's why we're doing this it's essential for me it's essential for Carla it's essential for a lot of you that are, that are watching or hearing this and I also think it's essential for relationships because if one person in a relationship or in a family is anxious, it does affect everyone. And so each person then has a responsibility to find ways to manage their own anxiety. Yeah. And in an anxious world or an anxious partner, I'll claim that, uh, you can sense the energy when you when you walk in the room. You can sense that there's something going on. How many of you and how many times have we said, hey, there's some negative energy there mm -hmm. and it's palpable. It may be a judgment, but a lot of times you're feeling something. You yeah. don't know why that's that way, but you're feeling the negative energy. And sometimes you're actually putting it in your um, physicality. You know, you're, you're absorbing that and it's coming out as, as different things. I can think of shortness of breath. I have to remind myself to breathe. Yeah. I, I can think of pounding of a heart or, you know, that I, I have a, some kind of a, a pain, a muscular pain or a headache. You know, the kids make fun of me sometimes where um, high stress jobs and high stress situations and I've had to kind of lay down the bed and, you know, and I'm, I'm stressed because of that and I get a headache mm -hmm. and I, I've got to get rid of the, rid of that headache. Um, how sweaty palms. Yeah. I get sweaty palms, like like almost dripping with sweat. People talk about stomachs tightening, all the muscles tightening, um, but it it shows up in so many different disguises, like um, a feeling of being cold or hot. Yeah, you know that shallow breathing is a big one though, and that that's why. Um, you know, that all the different breathing exercises are so helpful for anxiety management. Yeah. So I've dealt with anxiety. It's been something that has been uh, a part of, of my life. And it's a part of, I'll just say it's part of my life. I'll, I'll take ownership of, of that. And in my anxious moments, in the high stress moments, um, I'm, I'm not at my best. And when you know, how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you manage it? How do you flow with it? Um, is, is something that, uh, I've worked on, I've worked on quite a bit and I've worked on it when communicating this over 20 years when we've done retreats and or working with it through with clients and working with teams that are dealing with anxious times or anxious issues. Everyone that's not in the business world is dealing with anxious times. Who's going to show up at work? You know, who's who's going to be be there? Who's the next person that does that wants to leave the job? you know, and wants to change careers. I mean, we're seeing that not only in college football, we're seeing that with every single industry yeah. where people are changing jobs because this is causing me angst and challenges. And maybe this over here is going to be a greener pasture and not be as, um, as troublesome to us. My anxiety over the years ha has, has been associated with, you know, something irritates me and I, I linger in it. Like, for example, I've, um, on the way here today, it was a perfect example. I don't know if sometimes it's manifest destiny or that we will into existence because we're going to be talking about this, but literally uh, a light turns green. I have a green arrow. I pause for a second. I don't know why, because I looked to the right because it was a big truck and I was like, well, that's kind of a cool truck. But I noticed them stopping right away before I took the left and 
a car came right around the front of that truck and was going fast, taking a left right in front of me. And I had had the green arrow for probably three or four seconds. And I just get, I just laid on the horn and go beep, beep, looking at it. And the person just went, looking at me with their mask on. So that triggered a lot of stuff. And so I, I literally went through the intersection and I was like, man, and it was very frustrating to me, but more on how I've dealt with that with the techniques we're going to talk about later. Mm. But I've always had that. It's sort of a protection measure. I'm protecting the population from not getting hit. I'm protecting the person that's, mm. that is going to get injured if that person isn't somehow rectified of their bad driving skills. Yeah. I've always had that kind of yeah. thing. It's like an instinct, I think, that you've always had. I remember when we first started dating, we would go on a road trip or something, and Richard would go in the, the gas station to pick up something or whatever. He said, if anything happens, you run over there to that payphone and call, whatever. Always worst case scenario thinking, but that is part of, you know, anxiety kind of gives us some a heads up, you know, and wants us to think about protection and, and staying safe. Um, yeah, and that's how anger starts. A lot of times when you're angry about something, which I was about that driver, it's because some value has been compromised. Some value that you hold dear is like, you know, has been, you know, fractured. Mm -hmm. And so that was my initial reaction. Mm -hmm. However, not, not a short time later, it was much better because of the steps. Mm. How about you? How's anxiety show up for you? I mean, I can think of a lot of times where you've had anxiety and mm -hmm. I can name about 20 of them if you'd like to hear. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> What's the one that keeps showing up for you? Uh, I think most recently it's been um, a lot of anxiety associated with, I had a tremendous amount of loss in 2021. And I think loss, you know, fear of loss is, is um, big for me. And when you lose loved one, especially significant loved yeah. ones, it's, and then, and then you have compound, you know, losses. It, it, starts there's a nervous energy kind of builds or anxiety in me that is like what's next what's going to happen now because yeah. you know there's the other another one drop, another yeah. one yeah and so i i notice anxiety like that you know just kind of seeping in and sometimes i feel it and it's not really related to like an incident like you were saying but more just a kind of a general angst that is kind of hanging out with me until well, I give it space. And I, I want the space and these things, there's always degrees. If we're trying to compare, we try not to compare. We try to, how do we contribute to each other's mm -hmm. journey towards how do we, you know, deal with anxiety or contribute in some cases to the story to give you a little bit of a background. But Carla did lose her mother in, in you know, less than a year ago. Mm -hmm. And it was a very difficult time mm -hmm. uh, for her. And she then lost a, a dear uncle. Um, her cousin, my favorite aunt. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Her favorite aunt in the world. Um, not 36 hours, mm -hmm. uh, within 36 hours of losing her mother mm -hmm. and then a, a loss of her, you know, her, her cousin's wife after oh, two weeks of marriage during the summer. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, basically her, 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 her niece, mm -hmm. uh, not this, not less than a week ago. So mm -hmm. this is a compounding mm -hmm anxiety that, mm -hmm. and how do you deal with that? And how would three easy steps help with that? But I would also say, I mean, I, I, I think that there's a lot of 
you know, I'm not alone in these losses, these accumulated sure. losses. I mean, <clears throat> in my office, there's been so much loss that has been accumulated over the years and people dealing with not just deaths, but divorce and, you know, uh, loss of jobs and so much grief in our world within the last couple of days, loss of, you know, health and security and health, you know, and uh, so there's been a lot of loss, I think, just in our world. And there's a there's a significant correlation with anxiety and and loss. Yeah. And there's a lot of times synonymous. So if you look at the the anxiousness that, that's in the world, you know, we can deal with it and try to deal with it real time, you know, real time. And that's normally a quick reaction. And the more we've layered on anxiety, the more we get used to reacting a certain way. Mm -hmm. um, so how do, you, how do you notice that? How do you, how do you say, okay, this is how, what's going on and is there a pattern here? Mm -hmm. And so that that's something that when you're looking at a reaction, sometimes you reflect on it and say, what, maybe it isn't something that happened right away, but you, maybe you're noticing now the piling on or the layering effect that happens. That's something maybe triggered you five minutes ago. And I, I certainly have gotten pretty good at that. Um, I think that there's a difference between reflecting on what may have happened two steps ago. And we talk about that a lot of our, men's group that, that I'm, I'm, I'm with and lead that we go back and say, oh, it was that that caused this trigger in me to make me anxious. And then I didn't necessarily um, address that or, or, or go through a step or a process. And then it layered on and then I emoted a certain way and my reaction became the ref and then it became more of a an outburst. Mm -hmm. So when I when I look at this and start to reflect and find the triggers, that's a way to kind of to do it. The more I think effective way might be to pause, mm -hmm. you know, and how do we pause when something has triggered us to either go back and reflect or to deal with how we're going to respect the moment mm -hmm. to look at it again and calm ourselves down towards a peace that enables us to be more in the present moment. Yes, we will talk about that of always going back to the present moment, but that's where the beauty, mm -hmm. the beauty is. Hi, yeah. hi, beauty. So there, that's that's where it is. Mm -hmm. I think the awareness is the key. So it's like turning a light on to the fact that we all have anxiety, and we all get in touch with where is that in me? When do I? What does it feel like for me when I'm anxious? You know, and for you, what what are your body's alarms that are saying? Oh, there's some anxiety here. What's this? Yeah. You know, and just noticing it. Yeah. And that's what we're going to get into right now. Let's, let's talk about that. Carla has, and uh, give credit here where it's due, Carla has come up with um, a, a way to address um, anxiety mm -hmm. in three simple steps. Does it handle everything? She's always cautious on that as a therapist. And I mean, as a coach, you can't just fix things in a couple minutes. Well, maybe... Things can go wrong in a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. Why not how things might go right mm -hmm. in a couple of minutes, which is really kind of what this does. You mm -hmm. can spend a little bit more time in it or not, but mm -hmm. let's let's get right into what, what it is. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I was doing some self-awareness journaling and back in uh, what a surprise. December. She does it a lot. 
of 2019. So this is before all of, you know, the stuff hit. Um, well, it probably had already hit, but we, the we world wasn't know. really aware <laughs> of it. But, um, you know, I was dealing with my own attachments to other people's things and the stimulus that I was finding yeah. anxiety in me. And including my anxiousness was a big part of that too. Well, everybody, everybody. you know, anyone that I love that I'm related to that was having any sort of I'll take responsibility is that I was causing a lot of problems. No, you were not. <laughs> no, but it was but I was thinking about the tangledness that it that mm. it feels like. Like if if you if you can imagine like a bunch of different colored pieces of yarn, you know, and if they all kind of get all balled up together that is all of our stuff, you know, all of our emotion and everything. And somehow I needed to separate that from each other because it was feeling too tangled. I mean, when you have, you know, a partnership with somebody and you have children or kids that, you know, are really important to you or your parents worried about their health or whatever it is, that's a lot of different strings and they kind of do get all tangled up. So somebody might walk in the door and it, I might just, you know, it, I might pin it on you, but it might not be, it's not like a trigger response. It's not like one thing led to that. So, so I noticed that I needed to do something to separate myself from all my loved ones, still be compassionate, but find a way to be separate so that I wasn't kind of glomming on to their problems and being with them too much in their problems. So uh, this idea of um, noticing it, you know, that awareness, something's happened. I'm nervous. I'm feeling really anxious about this person, that person, whatever, just noticing what it is. That's the first thing. That's, that's the very first step, the N, notice. The second one is what is prescribed for all anxiety. And it's the number one thing with anxiety disorders that clients will come back and say, wow, that really helped, is breath. You know, and there's many different breathing exercises. But like Richard mentioned, in the shallow breathing that we get in with mm -hmm. anxiety, sometimes just taking a deep breath, just breathe, notice your breath, just that, you know, simple as that. Breathe is the B part in this um, sequence or that we're telling you about. Yeah. And then the A is to allow, you know, allow it to be separate, you know, allow the green to be separate from the purple and the yeah. yellow and all these, allow it to be so, just as is. You know, it's it's hard when someone else is hurting or someone else is going through something tough. Um, like grief and loss is a great example. You know, especially in family dynamics, you know, if, if my siblings are all grieving the loss of our mom, we're gonna be experiencing it differently. I'm hurting, I know they're hurting, that person's hurting, that person. That's a lot to kind of take in and to carry, but we're only really meant to carry our own, you know? Mm. And so that notice, breathe, allow is a way of untangling some of that, not necessarily fixing it, but just allowing it to be 
as is, you might, as we separate things, we might then be able to do something more yeah. like that's something that I really should, that I can work through or work on. But the, I think of it like a, like a basketball that just bounces into your life. It's like, you know, when you're hit with, you're noticing the anxiety, it's like, that's the NBA part, the basketball, NBA, notice, breathe, allow. An example of utilizing that, which I don't, I, I absolutely would not have done this if I hadn't studied this and worked through it and actually utilized this tool that we're talking about, NBA. So going back to the, the car that was going right in front of me and I beat and went <laughs> looking at the person. I didn't flip them off or go into any road rage because I just went, what the heck? But I felt everything inside if it would be like a road rage. Literally from that point to 800 yards away, I was back to the present moment. How did I do that? I noticed that my trigger was there. I don't like it when people are taking other people's lives into jeopardy. I want to protect other people. I want to protect myself. I don't like that people are, you know, they're rude, man. They were they careless, were irresponsible. And careless. And, and so I literally said, okay, that happened looked back for a quick second, went forward, and I went, okay. And I breathed in. And then I did it again. And they, I allowed that person to go about their day, and it allowed me to say, okay, I am safe. No one got hurt. I hope nothing else happens to other people out there. And maybe my energy now can be something that can be used uh, used for good. Mm -hmm. Literally, that happens all the time. If I get, if my watch says, "Do you want to breathe?" It'll actually notice me. The physiological tracking. It'll say, "Breathe," and literally, my heart rate will go down from say, eighty-seven to seventy-two in less than sixty seconds. It happens every time. 87 down to 72. If I do it for another minute, I'm usually from 72 down to 65. And boy, am I ready to go. What happened? By me allowing that to happen and breathing, it allowed me to say, boy, it's really raining outside. Carla said she wanted to get some, you know, to walk up to our studio. And I, and I sent her a text at the stoplight and said, you know, hey, you want me to pick you up? It's really ridiculous. And, she, and no, she wanted, she, she wanted to do it. But I was thinking about her and not myself and moving towards the next uh, aspect mm -hmm. of my day. Mm -hmm. So that's how NBA worked for me. Utilize that, you know, send, send us a note, you know, put some comments below or comments in whatever form that you're viewing this. And how do you utilize and how did you use utilize NBA? <laughs> how did you how do you utilize NBA and what you were talking about with your anxiety? Uh, well, I think it's it is a simple process. And so noticing, you know, those physical symptoms first uh, is essential, like noticing uh, that, you know, uh, this year was hard for me to put the ornaments on the tree because of my mom has given me so many of them and so made a decision not to. And But every time I would run across a Christmas decoration or something like that, that triggered some, a little bit more, um, you know, anxiety around the loss of my mom, the reminder of that, it was just an opportunity to notice and to breathe and to allow, allow it to be so. There's nothing that I can change about 
this loss, you know, except for how I am moving through this process of grief. Uh, I think when you were telling your story about the car, you know, and and how you kind of went through the NBA, it is a very simple process. And yet, if you hadn't done that, you could have kept those stress hormones firing in your body. And you could have, you know, obviously not been thinking about calling me or anything. And you may have come into the office with a heightened sense of cortisol and all the hormones in your body you that, call that affecting your internal pharmacy yeah there's, which i think is a great yeah we that. have an internal pharmacy that can be stimulated for with the good stuff or the bad stuff and the good stuff is really what we want to do richard was asking you know you know what's after the mba yeah. and or after the allow yeah, yeah the a part what's after that and i think you know part of what what I noticed you did in that was you, you know, that allowing and that breath and just being like, okay, I'm safe, you know, taking in the good, noticing that that there's something good there is actually, you know, there's some neuroscience behind savoring, taking in the good and savoring it, knowing that, you know what, I'm safe rather than I almost got killed, Yeah, you know, changing it's, that yeah. perspective or that frame of reframing it as I, I'm, I'm safe. Yeah, yeah, I'm safe. And I think that also, you know, so that's what bringing it, taking in the good and savoring the positive. So is what one. about if I actually was broadsided and I got hurt? We talked about that. Yeah. So what's the allow there then? Say I'm, I'm, I'm injured, but I'm now in the car. What, what, what would the allow be there? Yeah, it's allowing, you know, to, to know that now I'm on my way to the hospital to get checked out. And, you know, I'm going to deal with what I have right now rather than, you know, imagining that the worst case could be this. It's like right now I'm in on my way to the hospital. That present moment is helps us to stay out of anxiety. If we're safe in this moment, it's it you know we're not in anxiety. You know. Well, and it's and it allows affords the opportunity, creates the space. We call it space for grace or space for learning, a space for um, reflection, a space for growth. Is that you're you're actually. Uh, able to go to a place of connection. You can connect, reconnect with yourself, mm -hmm. not be tagged with those other people um, and or the person that went through the light. You are now untangling, as Carla said, I think that's a great way to look at you're untangling these anxieties mm -hmm. to where you're able to, uh, you know, to deal with that and, and the flow of energy that allows you then to connect. That's my word for 2022 is connection. And so if I'm less anxious and more in the present or I address anxiousness, not to beat myself up about being anxious, then that's a double whammy. <laughs> that's not good. But you're, you're actually then able to connect, which is really my end in mind after allowing. Is there an end in mind for you of, of after NBA? Well, for me, it's, you know, self-compassion, knowing mm. that I, I've gone through something with heightened anxiety, and, you know, being good to myself, knowing that this is tough right now, you know, and that 
we're not alone in in uh, things being tough or suffering, you know, anxiety. Um, we're not alone in that. And and to find ways to be kind to ourselves. I think yeah. for me, it's it's always after MBA heightened sense of anxiety, worry for me. It's to you know give myself some self compassion because. It's not my fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you listening to those things and being aware of it. And I think the more that we're able to have NBA, the less we have to share with somebody else because we worked through that. But mm -hmm. it is okay to share it. It's almost where we can affirm, wow, that you worked through that. Mm -hmm. And we're, there's a lot of loneliness out there that's mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. and that, And people are dealing with, there's literally a study that was just done that literally said that, you know, almost 40% of people feel like they're not close to somebody. So I'm very fortunate to be close to somebody. And that's why we talk about we do relationships. It's what we do. It sounds like, oh, well, is that what you and Richard do? No, it's the we do is what I do for our we. Mm -hmm. And they're, 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 they're almost like, that's why that overlap of mm -hmm. our circles is that we're taking care of ourselves individually and dealing with anxiety. But when we do that, we connect, even if that person isn't there. We mm -hmm. connect, we overlap, and people sense that energy. Mm -hmm. And certainly if we talk about it, or we say, here's how I go through NBA, or you can say that to yourself or your partner, here's how I go through NBA, and here's what I did this week, encourage them. Tell them they did a great job. Mm -hmm. Because there's not enough of that affirmation going on. Well, let's put it this way. We can always use more affirmation. Mm -hmm. right? We can always use more of a compliment to what we're doing. And if you're doing it, do it more. And way to go, you know, and you can do it more, not only in this year, but in the month and the days and the hours ahead. Yeah, just try it. I mean, it's it's a simple, very simple thing to remember. And when you notice anxiety, just run through the process a couple times or try it even, you know, when you're not in anxiety so that you can use NBA when you need it, you know. Yeah, and we have other things that we talk about and other, you know, podcasts and other um, filming or some of our courses that talks about aspects of the notice, breathe, allow that you can go a little bit deeper into. Mm -hmm. But our wish for you and our wish, I think it's over there. Oh, Would you mind grabbing that? Ah, our wish for you is this, is peace. And that's, a, that's kind of what I think of when I think of, okay, I'm less anxious, I'm more peaceful. And peace does not mean this quote, is a place where there is no noise, trouble, or hard work. It means to be in the midst of all of these and still be calm at heart. Mm -hmm. So that's our, our wish for you, is peace. So until we uh, chat again, until we get together again, um, thank you for being brave and intentional. We're brave and intentional. Peace be with you. <laughs> we do. We do. We do. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode brought to you by WeDoRelationships.com. Now let's make a difference in our relationship with ourselves and others to flourish in today's world. Please share what you learn. Great job. You're taking the time to honor and explore your relationships. We know it's not easy in our busy lives, but it's worth it. You're worth it. Those you love will notice. If you'd like to help us personally, then please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us some stars, leave a review, cheer us on, or simply say hello. 
What other cool couples do you know? Take the time to share our podcast with them. The world needs more vibrant couples. Great relationships lead to a fulfilled life. It begins with you. Every connection counts. Take good care.